0: Welcome to the Design Alchemy podcast where we look behind the veil of the design industry. I'm Billy
1: and I am Dimi and we will be discussing and deconstructing the great work of visual communication and symbolism and how they affect our culture. Okay, so today is design education, Mike. We've uh, we've spoken about this in the past episode. Uh, Billy, you have been trained in design formally, right?
0: Yes, yes, I have a bachelor's degree in in Swedish. It's form, but the the equivalent would be be product design. So it's a it's a it's a fine arts degree with 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 a focus of, of kind of product design in the in the more classical sense of physical products. Um, and uh, you
1: have something uh, along those lines. I mean, yeah. That's so so I have studied graphics design in uh, in a private uh, private college in Greece. Um, Arguably the most renowned one. There's there's a rivalry with another one. So I don't uh, I don't want to presume from the most actual, one. <laughs> yes from the Athenian art and technical organization.
0: Yeah, has some weight to it, Athenian. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I play Assassin's Creed Odyssey on there. <laughs> <on> the, <laughs> there's a lot of Athenian stuff going on. Cool.
1: So what, what's um what's your biggest takeaway from from yeah. your education in, in that regard
0: Yeah yeah I mean it's a good question I think I think there's there's a few but I can identify kind of a few see milestones almost uh, that kind of made me almost level up as a designer at least in my kind of you understand design on a deeper on a deeper level one of them was historical context actually so I had a teacher which I really liked in in design history um, and he kind of Took us through the kind of William Morris arts and crafts up to the Industrial Revolution, leading up to Bauhaus, uh, modernism, uh, and then kind of postmodernism. And then, question is obvious: then living in the pendulum of postmodernism and modernism, or is it post-postmodernism or whatever comes thereafter? But so he he also helped he he helped us with the definition of design, which I you know you kind of have. But, but what what he said. It, because one of the questions you you you, you 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 kind of deal with is the difference between design and art. What, what are we doing and why? Uh, and his kind of take on it, which I think I kind of stand by this day, is that design is it, it's a form of output, it, it, and it can be an artistic output done together with a industry or a commercial type of. Uh, enterprise, uh, and it used to be maybe for mass production. I mean, industrial revolution, that kind of thing. Whilst, for example, something like arts and crafts or craftsmanship, where you build one on one, can be. I mean, obviously there might be a you know uh, a twilight zone between design and art and stuff like that. But where it's heavily relies on the on the design side, I think there's something interesting there. But right? you know, design it's it's together with. It's in commercial interest. And you we, perhaps we can return to that if that's right or wrong. I, I looked up I looked it up on merriam Webster. It's something along those lines as well. Another one to not be too long-winded here was was kind of where we where I was introduced to kind of um, interdisciplinary design, process design. Co-creation. We had a, a, a school trip to Eindhoven in Amsterdam, where we visited the Design Museum there, and you just get introduced to all this kind of drug design we and uh, done some really cool work and and in the furniture space and everything. And um, I actually had a teacher uh, who, who who worked with a design collective in Sweden called Front. And they have done some pretty crazy stuff, for example, where they let animals shape the design process. So they've let snakes twist around clay and that became kind of light uh, light fixtures where we put a, a, a wax light on the top. There was something about rats digging tunnels and that became some other interior design objects. So very, very conceptually weird and kind of interesting. But that opened up the, 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 the field to me. And, and you know, the, the school had graphic design or visual communication is actually called product design and fashion. And the school kind of encouraged collaboration and, and projects between the classes where, where you got introduced to the different disciplines and kind of understood and, and fed of each other and that I think was one actually part why I later ended up in fashion for example for one one reason how about you I bet you have some really interesting uh, insights as well
1: well yeah uh, for me for me it, it was it was a weird journey first of all like um, i I was studying mathematics before so I I was trying to be self Self-taught as much as possible and, and then I decided um that, that there are certain things missing from my education. Um so the the one thing I, I do I do find really interesting is um pretty much exposure to art history myself. Um uh I, I think these art history courses were the biggest influence in the way I designed. Especially at that time, um, I do remember um, the first thing uh, that I was exposed to uh, in the in the in the first lecture of art history was um, uh, this idea of a super uh, modernist uh, painting that was just basically uh, a field of a field of red and thin. And a thin black uh, vertical line and uh, dividing the space into two, and uh, there's this uh, this sort of disbelief when 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 you're uh, you know first uh, encountering modern art and you're like okay that that can't be serious this is just pretentious BS. Uh, But then um, the next slide was uh, Michelangelo's um, uh, creation of man uh, fresco, where uh, God is on the uh, upper right hand and Adam is on the uh, bottom left. And there's this distance between their fingers that is uh, basically um the the distance like the the width of the vertical line in the previous painting so uh the idea of of uh, the divine and uh the physical and th- being separated by various uh, thin line that was mind blowing and it was really interesting because um the professor took the respect we had for uh for Renaissance painting and you know being realistic and uh you know good with um the production and uh, the many metaphysical um you know evocations in, in that as well. And he um he sh- demonstrated in, in a very real uh way that it is very possible to do modern art with a meaning but he also he also like when 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 you're exposed to that it's like having uh having taken the the um, the the red pill and matrix uh like uh, or the is it the blue one I'm very bad with this nice. you know, one of those uh, the the proper one um so every every painting uh, every modern art piece uh in general that you see, you know there's a treatise behind it. And that's what you need to be uh, reading, rather than uh, just being exposed to the piece. Of course, of course, there's immense energy in a Jackson Pollock or uh, you know in a Piet Mondrian piece. But um, it's still when when you read uh, the thinking behind it, um, there's much more uh, to be found. That's um, I think that's the the big. Uh, the big takeaway, understanding that there can be meaning behind the work. Mm-hmm. Um, in regards to what you said, I, I have some very strong opinions about uh, uh, the differences between art and design, and uh, even in science and engineering. And um, uh, um, uh, it has been a point of contest, especially when I was back in and mathematics. Uh, between uh, uh, sciences and applied sciences or engineering, uh, uh, because um, uh, first of all, I don't like many people consider mathematics to be a, a, a science. I, I don't I think it's right. a, I think it's a language. It's a modeling tool. It's used by scientists. I think um, I have some very hardcore okay. definitions. So, okay. science is okay. explain the world. Uh, so they make predictions on, on how things are going to be working and, uh, how, how they connect with each other. So physics, biology, uh, chemistry, are sciences, um, uh, there's applied sciences or engineering, which is, um, basically taking this information and, and using it in a way that makes us, uh, makes us produce certain results. So medicine is not really a science, it's engineering or, you know, you take, you take all the information from biology and chemistry and pharmacology and whatever else you need to, even physics, you know, for, uh, for a broken leg or something, you still need, uh, certain things like that, but you, you apply, you, you don't explain anything, um, in, in medicine, perhaps biology or biochemistry or, uh, some other, uh, sort of analytical, uh, Parts of these sciences, of the uh, health sciences in general, uh, explain things. But when you're a doctor, you're really there to help um, rather than analyze. Uh, so that's uh, that's uh, the engineering bit, and and art is art is expressing, like uh, art is um, art is communication in in, in uh, a liberating way. Like it doesn't. Um, it's a matter of personal, uh, personal uh, reflection and exposure. Uh, so, for me, for me, when when there's an objective, um, it's definitely engineering, and I, I put design in there. Um, uh, I I can hardly see how. Uh, uh, I, I think I, I think separating things in these categories don't allow for um uh for prejudice between the disciplines i think they're all uh you know very well presented and equal in that like there's no um you know designer inferiority compared to artists or the other way around or science and engineering Uh, i i just think design design is really involved in, in, um, delivering outcomes, uh, doesn't, doesn't have to do much with personal expression. Uh, so.
0: Yeah. yeah I mean, like you, you, you're touching upon something very, very interesting because I mean, um, anyone who's, you know, done, any form of design or I guess being exposed to this field for any, any longer period of time will probably have, you know, uh, been sniffing on this kind of, you know, where, where does art start and when does design end or the other way around kind, kind of a thing. I actually think the teacher that I mentioned, he kind of proposed this. Can you, can you tell, to, can you tell me what the difference between art and design is? And everyone was kind of wishy-washy. It's a little bit like, you know, cause we were also first year students. They kind of have this as a provocative kind of thing to just kind of get you get you going. Um, and I mean I, I'd be I, I guess the, the kind of default answer people were doing, but like art is about self-expression and and um you know more, more also typically the medium that people would think about, you know, painting or drawing and this more kind of you know classical methods. Uh, uh, how, however you could you could you know be an architect and draw that on paper, well, the whole floor plan and, and everything and you're using pen and paper as well. But then is the is the intent and the purpose? Because the purpose of an architect is to produce a building which serves some form of commercial interest in in in. And also, what I forgot to mention was that the teacher brought in functionality as a thing there. That and again, you could uh, you could you can deconstruct. You can think about okay, but does art not have a function? Well, of course it does. It's it's maybe not the sense of you know art. I mean, it can have the function. It can be provoking. It can be uh, political. It can have many many functions. But function in the sense that it kind of fulfills some type of, um, yeah, again, it, for me, I think it comes back to commercial goal. I mean, that, that you're, you uh, yeah, it, it, it has, it has a value outside of just the expression. I mean, perhaps a monetary value. I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, it does a really tricky, um, it's a really tricky definition. I, I, I pulled up just yes for fun that the, the Oxford, actually the Oxford languages definition is design is a plan or drawing produced to show the look and function or workings of a building garment or other other object before it is made. So that's interesting, like hinting at the kind of schematics, thing that it's like a plan, whilst art, from the same source, Oxford languages, is the expression or application of human creative skill and imagination, typically in a visual form such as a painting or sculpture, producing works to be appreciated primarily for their beauty or emotional power. Wow, so that's uh, that's some kind of, and I mean, I, I directly see some contradictions there between that. I mean, you could you could just you know put art and design on any of them because there are there are uh, edge cases that uh, that fill definitions. Okay. Well, what are your thoughts?
1: Well, it, it's interesting. Like uh, we've discussed this in the past. Um, um, it's it's very curious coming from uh, a Greek first uh, approach to this because in in the Greek language. There is a single word uh, for uh, what, what you call a schematic or a plan or um, or design. Like um, it's a it's a convoluted thing that covers everything. Uh, you can
0: interchangeably for any of those things. So.
1: Yes, and more. Like you can uh, like we use the same word for you know um, the the concept of planning uh, your holiday and. Um, i don't know uh designing a building and th- there um there is this this idea of premeditated thought uh that comes to this, but it also covers um it's not not necessary but it also can be you know just drawing doodles you you just do the same uh you use the same word so um in in greek we we use the english uh word to describe our profession uh sometimes we um, we, we have found a, a to say graphic designer we just translate the, the the words for visual communication visual communicator like when uh or visual communication designer sometimes uh in order to delineate our work and not do it um, in In English, because using English words in the Greek language is kind of awkward. So, yeah, I I do, I do see the idea of of the the schematic or the premeditation, right? Uh, But I, I think the the word has evolved since, and you can uh, you can definitely describe the deliverable as a design by itself.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure, Uh, and I mean, like. Um, I, I saw something else. Like if you look at the Merriam-Webster, they have something like design is to create, fashion, execute, or construct according to plan. Mm-hmm. And again, the plan it seems to be this intent that is like this premeditated. But then the question is, then if we're going to get really you know philosophical here, can you know can a painter not paint his or her? Picture. I mean, draw up simple geometric shapes that will represent other more detailed elements in, in the later finished product. And is that then not a process of design rather than art? Is is the question then, if if you want to get really, really down down to this? But I mean, I, I guess the as you said, these are kind of all the terms that perhaps hasn't, you know, <laughs> they have evolved. But there's also a lot of confusion there, and and and. and uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's, there's a lot of overlap, obviously.
1: Yeah, I think, I, I think, in in the in the, um, in the end, uh, the the distinction is between uh, what is the intended uh, purpose of the, not even the intended use of of the deliverable. It's what the intent is, the the intent of producing that is, um, that is shaping whether something is one or the other. Like you can, um, kind of building a bridge, be, Artistic, I don't know, yeah. If, uh, I can I can think of a bridge that doesn't connect anything, that's probably a work of art, uh, but... I a mean, very
0: uh, post-modern bridge, yes.
1: Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, in the middle of the desert, like...
0: You could uh, think about someone like Saha Hadid, for example, the architect, I'm, I'm sure, I'm not, I'm not sure if you're familiar with their work, these very organic shapes, uh, buildings. Uh, listeners can Google her if they're, if they're not familiar with their work. Uh, you know, you could, you know, again, boundary between design and art there uh, you, you could you could talk about that um, uh, and you know for example of someone someone like a fashion designer like my son Martin Margiela for example who de- de- would deconstruct leather gloves and make these intricate bustier uh, corsets out of them or leather gloves that are both morbid and, and beautifully tailored is that art or design it's a one-on-one it's probably involved a plan a lot of craft tailoring and in a context of fashion I, I don't know it's uh, yeah it's something to be to be said there for, for that, but well what do you think do we, should we move into the next phase of kind of uh, design i mean education as a whole because that's something we talked about many times as well and and design education within that sphere
1: uh yeah we came we came into um, to a very provocative question which is did you did you feel you went to design school or designer' school
0: yes that's a really good one yeah there's a, there's a whole lot to unpack there there's a whole lot to unpack there I mean kind of it has overlapping or, or connections to the past episode the, the, where we talked about the democratization of design tools and if you're if those allow you to design or to be a designer, you could talk about that. And does everyone who design, are they a designer? And that brings into all kinds of things like what the kind of perceive the image of a designer is and what do they look like and talk like and sound like and smell like maybe, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's, that, that's a really, that's a really big one uh, that we should, uh, we're going to dig into. Um, so... Yeah, I'm, feel, I'm, 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 I'm formalizing my thoughts here. Um, it's
1: alright. How, how let's, let's start with you. Um, how do you feel your education was in that spectrum?
0: Right, right. Yes, thanks. Um, I mean, you, I guess you could, like... So, was I talk to design or to be a designer, you could, you could, I guess, pick that question apart by, by, uh, by seeing was I properly prepared for the industry? Could be one kind of criteria to judge that. In a way, I was, and in a way, I absolutely wasn't. Uh, uh, I mean, we had quest- We had courses in the last year, so it a, was a three-year bachelor. By the way, worth mentioning, I went to Beckman's College of Design in Stockholm. Three-year bachelor might be worth mentioning. Not not the Fenian one or anything, cool like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, just a, just a Swedish. Less, education. Glamorous Less glamorous than. Yeah, for sure. Um, but so we had courses in the last year about like how to set up a company, how you can apply for grants and scholarships and stuff like that. Um, but not so much about like stuff I would have liked to know, like invoicing, how do you run a business, um, how do you find clients, how do you network, all these things. So, so a lot of these kind of industry-specific things where we're really not dealt with. Um, but on the other hand, I, I was given a lot more. I mean, I was given both practical tools in terms of software and and kind of, yeah, applied projects as well as this process type of thinking, art history, contextualizing the whole design industry and why we're doing what we're doing and for who, uh, which definitely helped me become a designer. Uh, not just design. Should we, should, we, should we clarify what we mean by that just a little bit more, do you think?
1: Yeah, I think it uh, comes down to, to the expectations that people have when they're joining the school. Um, it's, very, it's very common, especially in, um, in, in Greece, uh, and the, there's a difference of uh, educational systems around the world. Um, just because most uh, most uh, greek universities are uh, are uh, state uh state owned and state run um I, I think the the expectations there is uh like there's a very high academic focus so even even in the private schools you have a, a similar approach that um um when when you go to design school you have the expectation of um of an academic leaning uh type of education where in the end you know the field well while um while when you go to designer school um uh there is the expectation that you're prepared uh, in some way to be a highly skilled um uh, employee basically or um worker in, in the industry. I think um, I, I I think the difference is whether um, whether when you have to pick whether you pick uh an academic, well-rounded uh approach to something or a highly specific technical um, technical, uh, result-oriented uh, yeah. thing. I think this is, I and I am very strict about the, the the when you have to pick. Obviously, even in uh, even in like in law school, you're not taught to be a lawyer. Um, for oh. example. Uh, so, um, but uh, in in medicine. In, in Greece, like you're more commonly trained to be a doctor. Like there's there's lots okay. of um, heavily uh, heavily um, systematized work.
0: I, I mean, that that just makes me think if if the the kind of the distinction comes from it, where, where if you have. The amount of practical application you have, and what, what I mean by that, for example, in medicine school, you have, is not even years where you are placed somewhere as a, as a I don't know the definition, but as, a, as an aspiring doctor and you, you're kind of shadowing other doctors and you learn by doing. And in the, in the similar sense, I don't know about you, but in my my bachelor's degree, there was a, a three-month um, uh, uh, internship uh, involved, as well as producing... Um, Producing things for stockholm Furniture Fair, for example, where we uh, exhibited things and and in the end a a, uh, a um, graduation show, which also involves the thesis i mean a shorter time not not like a mastery thesis or anything mm-hmm. like that but, but uh, a bachelor's thesis uh, I, I wrote a three hundred page uh, w- weird <laughs> thing to compliment mine by the way but did you have a, did you have an internship kind of baked into your um education
1: no and I we we didn't even go that far as to as to to have any courses on you know setting up a company or even Mm. uh even working together um uh, but um for example I had uh I I have to compare with um uh, a student I met here in the UK where uh from the third year on they were uh already set in Design agency groups that they had inside their school. So there were three or four in in her year, and basically they had already started the idea that one was the creative director and the other was the author. And there, there is there was some semblance of of working in a group situation even from the school. While we had nothing to do with that. We still um, uh, there, there, there was no expectation like when. when uh, it was it was very much market driven in the terms of skills we acquired, but on the other hand, um, we never felt that this was uh, um, a smooth introduction to uh, to the market and the the job experience um, field. I would say like there, there was not even an, an expectation of of a simulated uh project you know
0: very academic or theoretical overall did did you have software or stuff we we did
1: there was there's lots of software training involved um not so much academic i would say but there was that the the expectation of
0: of this close to the industry type of thing nothing like that
1: (sighs) yeah I, i i think I think there is a difference when when you feel uh, in in terms of approach uh it, it might be ending to to be very similar but in 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 terms of approach um it was a uh, skills based versus um, uh, like team based uh approach i would say like you you have to have the skills uh, but whether these skills are um, whether or not you'll be you'll be great in the job market, we didn't have that. Right. Okay. Well, that's
0: very that's actually quite quite interesting uh, on its own. Being someone who has, I mean, gone through a three year bachelor, and I can contrast that to, I mean, this was back in 2011, also, and I graduated 2014. So in 2019, I did a uh, user experience design immersive at General Assembly, uh, which is a four month long so-called boot camp, which is kind of a new form of intense and short education variant or form that has emerged over the the last year, somewhat to meet the, the increasing demand. For roles like user experience designer, data scientist, and software developer, is the most common ones you see. You see there because there's such a demand. Uh, so, so, so y- y- just to contrast that with your experience, well, that we we actually got to do mock usability test sessions with each other, where one is the tester and one is the testee, so to speak, the test participant. Crafting a script to make them feel comfortable and getting them through. I mean, all this is very UX specific things. Uh, and but then every module also contained group work within the students, where we got to work, you know, collaboratively as something like a mini agency or something like that, dividing the, the work to make it work. And then the last thing, finishing that off, the kind of the graduation piece of that education was to work with an actual company that comes in. Uh, we worked with a startup, like a cybersecurity startup, to. to yeah, based on their brief and collaborating with them, uh, proposing a solution to their problem, basically. So yeah, that, that, that that's and worth mentioning is that this education was very expensive. It was, uh, I think, yeah, I don't want to bolster too much, but uh, something like nine thousand um, pounds for for four months, and the Swedish one that I got. Was, uh, state financed, so, so nothing, you only pay for, uh, you can take a certain loan to, to pay for your kind of living uh, mm-hmm. during this, so like food and rent, and so that's a specifically in Sweden thing. So it's interesting to think about the, the kind of differences there Um in terms of cost. And
1: yeah, I, I think it, it has to do with, with, uh, with me coming from a mathematics background as well, because um, when i studied mathematics like there was this clear distinction between what we're studying and what we're going to do for a living most people that claim the title mathematician as a job description are either either university professors or school um uh, school level educators so these are the people who call themselves mathematicians but they are like uh, a, a small fraction of of what you can do in mathematics so um i i have many peers who uh, became meteorolo- meteorologists um you know uh data modelers um cross uh, cross disciplinary mathematicians uh, economists uh, financial analysts um the idea is that mathematics is the thing you know to make uh, to make use, uh, to make use in your everyday work. But, um, uh, that's, that's like, uh, there's, there's never the expectation that what you're doing is, is that specifically, this is why I'm very, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very still very puzzled by the idea of marketers. Like, I don't know what, what a professional marketer does. Like, Mm i i I've read fifty books about marketing um i I've watched several um digital courses and i think I still cannot understand how marketing is is a thing like how can you can you be employed to be a marketer like i i, I know i know many people who employ marketing in the thing that they do so I can understand how a copywriter employs marketing in delivering his work, or a designer might employ, or a, you know, a, a, um, or an advertiser might employ that. But I, I still don't know what marketers do.
0: What or the, or the kind of the, the more more uh, contemporary offspring, the digital marketer, which you see more and more. Or
1: uh, I get that, like usually eight percent of the time, digital marketers are people who know how. Um, social media advertising and web advertising works. I right. think okay, yeah. The digital part, yeah. like uh, people who know what uh, PPC and SEO and uh, all these acronyms on, on how, uh, how you can deliver, uh, deliver marketing digitally.
0: When you remove the digital, that's, that's when it becomes confusing. Uh...
1: Yeah, like um, what does it mean? Uh, I understand what marketing is, but it, for me, it's so vague that yeah. I don't know what, what you do like um, what does it
0: mean to market
1: what do you do during your uh, your day uh, you know you're not a salesman like I I know what salesmen do and I know what advertisers do and I know that but I don't that's a thing so so for me uh, for me it's it's the same type of thing when when you study marketing you don't go into marketer school like you can be you can become a copywriter you can become an advertiser you can you can work with these things and it's a skill you know and it's a wide skill and it's a highly specific so i understand that so the question is like is design similar like do do people do people um in in design agencies feel that interns should be a certain way and they're just waiting for the schools to release the junior designers to the world and then they, uh, they keep working in that?
0: Yeah, that's, that's great. That makes me think of, of two things. So, <clears throat> one, should, could the design industry or design education benefit or gain from distinguishing, just like you said, that mathematics does, could we have design and apply the design as disciplines? I don't know, like uh, I mean, because you could see, you know, art history or design history or design frameworks proper that as design, and then you could see then you could see the craft part of it as kind of applied design in a way. Um, I, I don't know. I'm this is just something that because you know, there's obviously you've you have you, they have distinguished in other fields between X and a- applied X. Uh, so so that's kind of interesting and 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 two, kind of to your other point there kind of does the science school make you obedient is kind of the thing um, yeah, i mean so it is it, the purpose is the purpose of the science school to to make you uh, i mean this is an open question here to make you a, a free thinking questioning individual. Uh, or, or does it make you an, a cog in the wheel that you are? You're somewhat just, you know, pushed out on the assembly line and ready to fit into a bigger cog of wheels here, so to speak. What do you think?
1: I, this is this is precisely it. Like I think, and, and I, that that's a great that's a great distinction uh, about how well prepared to, you are to be a cog in the wheel. And I do I do find um, uh, I do find cog in the wheel. Uh, institutions valuable um, especially for especially for medicine like hospitals need great people to get um, you know uh, to get pushed into action especially now with the pandemic we can see uh, we can see that so uh, but I I think this is this is this is where all design falls flat now because the um, the idea there are no many machines to have cogs now. Like uh, every every design agency works in in a in a very different way. Um, like I think an industrial model of of design of design output uh, delivers the type of work that we were talking about in last episode. Like the design proletariat, uh, mm. right? If if, if if you have if you have a highly industrialized uh, method, like an assembly line uh, design process, and you know the the framework that is uh, the the very specific things that you can't go wrong uh, in in doing, I think I think it does create this sort of class distinction between uh, the, the creative leads and uh, the people doing the work. Yeah. So. But but I think it's very hard for us to uh, to create a society like this. Like it's I don't want to say that I was I was very disappointed by my my actual graphics design professors, for example. While while I had a great uh, great experience with the people who taught me, you know, art history or who taught me. Um, line drawing and freehand drawing and and actually things that are very well skilled uh, from a graphics design from a graphics designer perspective like I wasn't I wasn't thrilled and I think because it's it's an applied uh, like all, all, all the other thing is an academic thing like uh, we were taught. You know, so the craft
0: part wasn't so well taught. Yeah, because <laughs> it,
1: you can do whatever you want with it. Like it's a it's a free a free form, like free for a free hand drawing is. Um, do you, it's it's not an applied thing yet. Right. You you can apply it wherever you want, but it, it's not destined to be applied. Mm. Uh, same with line drawing or the same with art history. Um, it's. I was really underwhelmed by, uh, by the, do you want to be more specific what, what, what was underwhelming I mean, uh, terms of- well think I think, <laughs> um, think it 's really easy for designers to 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 go through platitudes of uh, of what design is um, uh, We were pushed in doing very outdated and very sloppy work and very unsure work. And I know it, I know it's not everyone's experience, uh, uh, but I did expect more like, um, more than, uh, a, a clip art type of, uh, expression, um, and, uh, uh, lame, uh, visual puns for a whole semester, uh, for, you know, from my design education. And, um, but I, I think it's really hard to find this. Like, we don't have enough people in the space in general to, to deliver such, um, such information, such coursework in, in the world right now. Like, I, I think.
0: I mean, you, you mentioned, I remember that, that that's, that's, really, that's really interesting because I remember something you told me at, at an earlier session. That in Greece, the the, the step, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong here, uh, but how I remember it was that something like that, the system is set up so that the state, the majority of the education is state-run, and and it's 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 free, so very accessible, but it's it's a little bit slow. So so you mentioned something like fashion design, for example, didn't exist in for a long time because part one, it wasn't a big field in Greece, but eventually you know it caught on and there might be industry, and then. Then some private uh, uh, kind of what do you say com- competition came up. Some private educational institutions uh, did some courses, and then eventually the state one caught up, caught on, and, and and brought in that. So I recognize that somewhat from the Swedish context. I mean, I live in London now, but at least there the kind of delineation is that a lot of the state-run stuff, the schools, are a little bit slower with bringing in practitioners, lecturers that are, you know, kind of cutting edge or, you know, doing the mod, the most modern design in any expression, it could be, uh, while some of the private ones are more, the, the, while it's not as accessible, they for different reasons, I guess, might be nepotism, I don't know, uh, have a larger or a more immediate access to these teachers or these People that might not even be teachers, actually. I mean, teacher, who's a teacher? We can talk about that. But practitioners, industry practitioners that that come in and are a little bit more cutting edge, they're a little bit more up today. Well, what do you think about that? Is there something there?
1: Well, first of all, this is this is a true depiction of of um, of how things are at the moment. I think, I, I think transparency and honest honest expectation is a big challenge there. I think. There's there's value for designer schools and there's value for design schools. It's that everybody's pretend to be both while they are neither. And that's, I, that I think is the big, um, it's the big separation in there. Like I, I would love to have more academic, uh, more academic, uh, exposure, uh, from, from my very academic courses. And I would prefer to have a much more, um, market, uh, you know, or focus on the the more mar- market skills uh, courses, and I had neither. I uh, mm. the the thing is like we as a field, and in, in Greece, it's a bit worse because um, as we discussed in the previous episode, like there is societal expectations, uh, especially with this public funded uh, system, where. Um, where you take the, the highest socially ranking uh, opportunity that you can. So even if there is no chance of you finishing um, medical school or law school, if you have the opportunity to get in, you get in, and then you, you'll find a way to get out and become uh, the very coveted lawyer or um, doctor.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Because the kind of seal of approval, the kind of, you know the, the 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 affiliation from from that field or uh, the institution is usually enough to to or, or I mean there's such a high high value of academic. So yeah yeah continue. Well
1: yeah. So so in in the end what what happens is we don't have high expectations from from the the people who, who enter the schools. We don't have high expectation uh, from from the professors in these schools and. Um, and this industrial like post industrial revolution systems where the 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 aim the aim of each of the the levels of education and this happens from kin- not kindergartens but from elementary schools to uh to the end is basically pushing people one one level next like uh just move passing the buck as as Americans would say i think that's the problem so uh, in greece there is there is an untold expectation uh mm. that a design student isn't as bright as as a physics or a doctor or a lawyer and uh, nobody talks about this but we don't really really expect our design uh, our design students to be uh you know um pushed in the academic uh you know part of 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 what we're doing like we um i know and I, I went i went into the one of the top 3 design schools in greece like there are two very good private ones and there's a very good public one um so i don't i uh, there's no point arguing which is the best uh, or worst but the idea was that even that like uh, while I was subpar in studying mathematics and mathematics in the grand scheme of things was really about average like really close uh really close to average. I think you wanted a, a grade of around uh fourteen out of twenty um just to give you a um an, right. and you failed the class under ten so like this okay so it's it's like halfway halfway in the success. Uh, like a b minus um uh right so even that my grades were soaring uh when i was when i was in design school i don't think i had bad grades in any course uh unless for personal uh personal challenges with the uh, professors but that's that's it i see uh, i have a friend who's uh who's a physicist turned designer and He's experienced the same, like when you're doing quantum mechanics in your uh, everyday education and then, you know, it's just typesetting within design. Um, we don't really put ourselves in, in a high standard of education. And and I think this happens even in the most prestigious art schools in globally. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think that... Uh, we're really really expecting people to be really smart about design lately and this this has to do with us like uh embracing embracing this and being honest and transparent i don't know how you feel about that oh wow. yeah that's a that's a big one it's a, it's a little bit depressing in
0: a way i mean that's a, that 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 the state of affairs are, are so are so bleak but i i mean absolutely i think that's it's a lot to um a lot to unpack there but i mean I, I could just see some diff- similarities between my own experience i mean it go again goes to back to also other people's expectation what a designer is and what, what we do uh, and what that looks like uh, so so i mean when i when i used to say uh, oh i'm a, i'm a designer oh, already i work for HM and i make clothes wow oh wow that's amazing wow Whilst in reality it, it, it's quite menial. It's it's like really not that exciting. I mean, H and M's fabric yeah, can be great for people who, who love it, but like it's not glamorous. It's not. I mean, okay, that has to do with certain probably industry-specific perceptions of the fashion industry, which is all you know bullshit. I mean, you know, it's, it's a turd rolled in glitter, basically. I mean, it's like, <laughs> but once you peek behind the curtain, it it really stinks. It's really, you know, yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's um. And, and I, but, but I mean you, you don't even earn decent as a designer not, not in Sweden overall how un, un, unless and, and here's the interesting part unless you you, you, you uh, I, I generalize of course but unless you are able to to traverse the pyramid and go up to Something we talked about in the last episode as well—the thinking part. So, for example, someone like an art director are earning significantly more than a graphic designer or even a creative director. And I mean, who, who and, and what do they do? Well, they're further and further removed from the kind of craft aspect of it. In a way, uh, they, they they delegate a uh, 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 craft is kind of part of their job in a way they they think and they 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 craft mental things uh, or ideas which okay you can talk about if that's crafting <laughs> um but 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 yeah yeah i definitely see see some parts of that and there's something going on with the kind of people's perception of design and i i didn't know it was so grim in Greece that it sounds like there's almost a Generally frowned upon. I mean, all, 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 all the idiots end up in design class, almost. Maybe that's an exaggeration, but uh
1: yeah, no. It's. it's um, I, I think. I think as as the as the um, testing system changes, uh, things change as well. Uh, yeah. So the, 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 the grades are not the same anymore in Greece. Like the system is, the system is really different. But there is this idea that you know, um, still, again, and. A private private education is uh, usually reserved for the non academically gifted like there's there's this idea where you pay for your degree that's uh that's a strong that's yeah. a strong trend i know because um here in the uk like every course um um is uh um, there's there's a fee involved like there's uh, every course is paid I don't yeah. think it's the same because then the prestige, the prestige of the uh, of the university, is what makes a difference. So you're, um, uh, you know, you, uh, you don't just walk to Eton or Oxford or uh, whatever to to have your education. Um, so uh, it's not just a matter of having the money. Um,
0: uh, yeah, I mean, or even something like the Royal College of Art, which is you know, or Central, Central Saint Martins, which. Sure, they are expensive, but added to that, there's there's a you know a high, you know there's, there's a supply and demand. There's a lot of lot of demand, but very very little supply in terms of amount of uh, amount of seats in the class.
1: Yeah, but even then, and this is this is curious now compared to uh, compared to uh, to arts in general. Like, I don't think um, uh, the top designers uh, globally are considered to be as smart as. Uh, and we don 't hold them to that uh, when I mean smart I mean we don 't hold them to that degree they might be geniuses. Uh, the idea is that you don't have to struggle too hard to to finish your course to get your degree to get that stamp of approval like the, the barriers are really low in right. in what in, in, in what we do and and you see that all the time you see you see very mediocre work propagated um, from uh, from many cases uh so um well i don't know again again it's a contrast with mathematics like in mathematics a, a, even a postdoctorate degree is not uh fame uh fame making Material like you're barely you're barely professional, Uh, you barely know what you're doing if you have a postdoctoral degree. Like there's there's no expectation of of doing anything in the field without formal education. So the question is, is this because design is not evolved enough, or is it because we're not pushing that hard to evolve it? Like how would? What would we do if, you know, every designer uh, coming out of schools had grid making or the uh, compositional uh, qualities of our, you know, 10% Mm. students now? Like, how would this, how would this be? Like, can, is it, is it, is it, should it be okay to have a design degree and not know how to kern stuff? Mm.
0: Yeah I, mean, yeah, I mean, very, yes, interesting, because then, again, you're, you're on to the design and apply the design in a way. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, what are you then? If you know your art history, but you can't kern or can't prepare a document for print or, or whatever. Um, that's very interesting. And I, I think also some things makes me think about is kind of the realities that, again, going back to you being a are you being taught math or to be a mathematician or being taught design or to be a designer, the kind of reality that meets you after graduation. So, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but as a mathematician, you might, you're might you not going to be employed at, I don't know, uh, <laughs> a mathematician agency or a, or a, uh, uh, a, a big fashion house or, a, or, a, or, a, or a, 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 as an in-house designer for an in-house mathematician for for a brand somewhere, you're likely most likely going to some other form of academic institution, kind of as an academic career, which is very different, I would I would propose, from a commercial career as as in as in what I'm trying to hint at is the kind of expectation and realities that meets a mathematician and a, a designer after graduation is somewhat different uh, in terms of industry-specific pressure right. or something like that. I, I can evolve that thought a little bit later. Well, what do you and think?
1: I, I think I, I think in mathematics, and this is this is where I, I said it. Like um, it's a fifty-fifty. Uh, split between working for commercial or academic careers. Uh, you're an in-house mathematician for a bank, or you're an in-house mathematician for a video game company that wants to model how uh, you know the football bounces on the uh, on the corners of the the field. Like you know, uh, there's uh, there's lots of. Um,
0: okay, maybe they do. I've never heard of. Maybe heard of. I mean, you you know that a lot better than me. If, if uh, so, so, so maybe that was a bad example. But take something like a marine biologist or a or a. I mean, something that has even more. What do you say? Yes, narrow,
1: narrow. Uh, I could, you highbrow, high highbrow academic.
0: Uh, yes, I mean exactly. A, a, a religious historian. Uh, yeah. you know, I, I could go on and on, but I, I, I think it's a it's somewhat of a generalized point because there might be overlap. Where a mathematician, as you just pointed out, can be, you know, exposed to a commercial, the, the pressures of a commercial. Industry, but I, I think there's something there uh, about you know what what awaits you after post graduation and what realities are. there's something like a like a, for example, my, my, my brother's uh, my brother's wife. She's a, she's a marine biologist, and her reality versus my, my brother, who was an interaction designer, uh, trip advisor, and he, he, he has a, a, a career as a graphic designer, web designer. Their realities have been very, very different. I mean, she's been applying for grants and different uh, you know, projects to, to go and, and look at algae in, 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 in the Indonesian you know, <laughs> waters, uh, well, whilst he has you know, had to do completely different things. Uh, so I'm just wondering if there, there's maybe something, something there.
1: But I, I I get that. I I just think that in in a commercial space, uh, it definitely can happen happen in the public space. But in a commercial space, um, if if you don't set high enough standards for for designers uh, and um, for creative people in general, what you can have is the the proverbial a uh, person hiding under uh, a staircase I, I don't know if uh, if uh, that metaphor makes sense to you but um uh, you know there's a really low threshold of uh, real work done uh, because the expectations are so low and the expectations are so low because you don't really know who your uh, great workers are and what what you can really do and there's probably a non-designer managing team in the end and there's all all this um, but there is lots of wastage. Is 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 what I'm trying to to yeah. say. If, if we were just a bit more, um, how can I put this? Like, uh, have higher expectations of everyone in the field mm. than. Um, uh, perhaps things might be better. Like I do, I do believe, uh, Bodoni level typography, like, I mean, like his typographic uh, principles should be a minimum standard for all designers, like not just, not just typesetters or, uh, typography specific people. Like They, they should have even more extreme knowledge of the field.
0: Yes, yes, but, but but you mean that there should be a somewhat, somewhat like a baseline of of uh...
1: yeah. Like I, I think I think that that the idea that what was uh, um, bleeding edge of the field four hundred years ago or three hundred years ago, like Boroni is, shouldn't be now considered expert work. Mm. I think this is where our our schools are failing. There is yes. still. Uh, we're still happy with, you know, our best designers being as good as three they were three hundred years ago.
0: Mm. So there's something like a lag there. They haven't uh, they haven't caught on. So then, then the question is if that's you know through across the board or or if there's something you know state versus private in funds and especially and it's essentially like a, a you know economical almost uh, component to that uh, who who catches on the quickest is the question um,
1: I, I, I think i, I think it, it um it wouldn't make a difference we weren't the same in the design industry as well so we're not there right now like uh, we, we have to toil and sweat a lot about uh, a specific thing to, to become experts. So we like the, the status that gives us. So we can't really start f- expecting people coming out of schools at that level, because that would diminish this, uh, this game and just uh, closer to junior designers. Mm-hmm. Which is bad. So I, I think if we stop, if we stop um, resting or on 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 our or on on our victories and keep pushing and have high high expectations of ourselves, eventually what's going what's going on is we're going to pull uh, education forward.
0: Mm. Yes, that's that's. Uh that's somewhat optimistic question is just i guess how how do we how do we or as an industry as a collective or maybe how, how do you how do you uh propose that that change or that that kind of to 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 uh, to happen is the question i suppose
1: well i i think i think some transparency and humility and um and that helps like i, I do think it's a i do think it's an ethical uh, thing like um i'll give you um so so you you study ux design yes uh, and and throughout your throughout your um your career you're going to find uh, opportunities in in uh, finding new research in psychology or um uh, you know any any new information that makes your job easier and better so you have an opportunity um there is bound to be something that you find trivial that your, the market finds extraordinary, right? Like, uh, so the question is, how do you then explain to the market that that's trivial and that should be a baseline for everyone? How do Mm. you
0: do that? Oh, that's, uh, you know, uh, I guess depends on who who you ask. I mean, some, someone like Christo is going to say the market is always right, and the market drives what's what's true or not. So that's I mean, that's that's a, that's a very very tricky one. Um, again, this design is you know sitting at that intersection. At least I, I would say where, where there is a market component or a commercial interest in there. Uh, so, but do, do you have an example? Of what do you mean by trivial or like well, something?
1: I'll, I'll give you. A, we, we spoke about this in the previous episode um, okay. that there's there's lots of signaling, like what we uh, that what we do as uh, you know taking taking audiences into consideration and make a psychographic map of of the intended. Audience audience of the design we're doing sounds very nice very sexy very complicated people think mm. geniuses when we do that but we're not we're following very specific frameworks that we bought for uh, from an overpriced vendor somewhere and it's just basically uh, um, okay. a, yeah. a, a very uh, a, a very low maintenance and low involvement process mm.
0: so, yeah. Uh, yeah okay now now i get get what you're saying i mean and ux is very much at, at fault in that case in in case of not rolling turds in glitter but but you know uh, making things sound a lot harder than they are i mean it's kind of built into it because it you know it's it's puts you on a pedestal in, in a way i mean i've heard from several people that like back in 2012 11 you could Uh, You could basically, uh, I mean, uh, some some high-ranking senior management. Why should we do this? And you could say basically, well, because of UX, and that would be enough because it was so new back then. I mean, but another thing, I mean, another example. You you know, you could talk. You 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 could talk. You know, you could you could uh, you know wrap yourself up in this kind of human-computer interaction terminology. Like, yeah, we should we should decrease the cognitive load of the user, which essentially just means don't make it too fucking complicated. don't put too much information just common sense in a way Uh, one of my favorite uh, UX YouTubers Mike Locke talks a lot about this that UX is essentially as common sense Mm. and then you apply kind of craft, UI craft to that and there you have your kind of UX designer really Uh, uh, whilst UX has been sold as this kind of I don't know, re- re- revolutionary, revelationary, If that's, that's not even a word, uh, it uh, is. discipline. That that's just you know taking over, and it's you know the very much the the the, the buzzword of the moment in a way. So it's so definitely yeah. I mean,
1: uh, I think that's it. Like we we tend to idolize people. Not idealized, but we tend to praise people just barely show up. I think that's the thing. So when uh when you're in the position that you, you have a subordinate and they tell you like, oh, it's just because of reducing cognitive load, this is where you, you have to spot the bullshit and um you know you have to hold the next people in higher standards that we hold ourselves. That's that's pretty much it. Like um what we do now and 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 we um so doesn't matter that it took us you know many years to reach at this point if another person could learn it in 10 minutes after we've done the initial work then they should we shouldn't gatekeep it in in a way that makes us um that like we just have to push on because it's not like it's never like that. It's always going to take people uh, some time uh, to to reach where we are. So we shouldn't down. We we shouldn't overplay it. Like it's sports. Sports is a great example. Like you can pretend you can pretend to be amazing at sports, but eventually, like you know, you you see things like the NBA. Or you know whatever, so that just being averagely good or pretending you're, uh, you're having a bad day or your leg isn't uh, you know, following you that day doesn't matter. Like in the end in the end, you just have expectations. And, um, yeah.
0: and, and I guess I mean sports is interesting because I guess sports is a lot more transparent. I mean if you ask anyone, LeBron James or Michael Jordan, how do you get good? Well, shit, tons of practice yeah you know this is of course it's a maybe genetic genetic component that are very tall and 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 how, how different you could talk about so i mean kind of the malcolm gladwell outliers kind of can kind, of, kind of argument that there might be almost biological biases or Chances that helped them, but you know, practice is key. They they wouldn't say that they have read some you know esoteric basketball framework that that's that's made them they they bounce the ball in a certain way. They they they're they're pretty much transparent about how they got there.
1: Yeah, and that's it. Like I'll 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 give you more solid example. Like um, in this this election in the U.S., like uh, the pollsters were. (laughs) widely away from what is happening. Yeah. They, they yeah. Were, uh, see, these are people who are very well-paid. Uh, they're supposed to be knowing what the, they're doing. So yeah. the question is...
0: Except one, though, there was Trafalgar Group. did did a quite, the, uh, somewhat ac- accurate prediction in mean, the Trafalgar Group. But yes, as you said, 99% of them were all Well, the the,
1: the point is, the point is, do you hold your, like, do you hold yourself in Uh high expectations? And if you do it, you know, 10 times, right, then, uh, you become more humble in presenting yourself as an expert, like where, where is this uh, going? Or uh, perhaps, perhaps in, you know, 2000 years, um, uh, uh, this understanding is going to be so common. Uh, that everybody in the world, like a, a person in the smallest village, can predict who's going to win the election um, in, a, in a utopian Star Trek society, right? Uh, the, the question is: Do you still um, do you still consider yourself to be an expert just because you're doing something that you know somebody with ten hours or fifty hours of training could do? Like I think the goalpost should be moving as we evolve.
0: That's a good one. That's a good one. I mean, humbleness and stuff. Is, I mean, it's all stuff. But I mean, humbleness is, is something. I mean, at least I think parts of the design industry is very you know hierarchical in, 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 in nature. Mm-hmm. And I, I can I can sense that there's something like uh, inherent like okay because I start like not me but like ex designer here. So I started as an intern, then I became a junior, then I became a middleweight, then I became a senior, and now I'm a lead. Hence. I'm gonna milk every ounce of entitlement out of that lead role that I can because it took took me this long to get all the way there, Uh, and that you know for the juniors coming in being under that lead, it's gonna be not the best experience, Uh, and I would even propose that it's counterproductive in in certain regards in terms of knowledge sharing and yeah the whole kind of seeing thing as a team effort. Uh, So yeah, the big proponent there.
1: So I, I think what what we should be doing is is have the expectation that the the lead the lead information in the world right now is siphon schools. Mm. Right? So you have a framework, right? And it works. If it works, it should be taught in first year design school. Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah, very much so. I, I then then the question becomes: How do you practically kind of align that? I mean, making sure it's both in private and in and in state-run schools, so it's as accessible to to everyone. I guess uh, I, I don't know if the more if the answer directly, because I mean, the obvious one might be more funds to to, to state schools. My, my, might be the answer. I'm, I don't know. Um, but you know, if, if they're operating under a kind of you know slow, ineffective. You know more, you know if you spend the money unwisely uh, it doesn't matter if you give more money in a way so so I, I don't I don't exactly know and it, this is going to be vastly different from Sweden to Greece to the us too it's gonna be contextual for sure
1: mm.
0: uh, and I don't know again is it online education that is kind of you know not tied to a geographical position and can you know just permeates in you know, a way bigger, more effective way. That's the answer here. And I, I don't know. But uh
1: I I know I, I, I think what, what's going on is the commoditization of knowledge that is the big mm. challenge. And um mm, the, yeah. there isn't really uh there isn't really um an academic like even in knowledge we produce in the design sector it It doesn't really work with the same ways that engineering works or uh or science works that you know there's there's still great great money to be published because because all of this is unproved and and we're really uh, we're really challenged by um by you know peer review or uh, we still try to copyright everything so be, be, uh, because it's still not good enough.
0: Yeah. And I mean, there's something to be said also, I think design is one of those things that is very easy for anyone to have an opinion about, uh, and, and in a way that it's visually accessible to, I mean, unless you have a vision impairment or, uh, I mean, anyone can say, I don't like that. That doesn't look good to me. And, and there's this, like, I don't know, there's, there's some, there's something that like, as you said, I mean, not Not assuming that the designer who created this is, you know, have invested both time, money, effort into software and 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 knowledge, craft knowledge, uh, uh, as well as you know more more conceptual knowledge, or you know, in in everything, Uh, and and there's a lack of trust there. Maybe that has to do with the lack of transparency on the designer part. I don't know, but I, I just recognize that from from my own, that it's very easy for anyone. They say, I don't like how that logo looks, I don't like how, how that looks. Uh, and that's kind of the, the basis that it's judged on, unfortunately.
1: I'll give you an example. And um, so I have a friend who's a psychiatrist. Mm. And uh, we're connected on Goodreads. So I, I see the titles of the book she's reading. Mm. Uh, the, the thing is, like um, uh, if, if we go 100 years ago, and uh, um, you know, um, let's assume Freud is is good science, which you know modern psychiatrists don't believe, and there's there's lots of uh, ideas behind that. But the idea that the psychoanalytic method would be something to be protected. Uh, and, help, you know, you just sit on a couch and I tell you, I ask you these 10 questions and and you're better. And, and you're uh, marginally better than you were. So it's effective and it's cool. The thing is, like back in the day, if, if the, the psychoanalytic method of Freud was exposed to the public, nobody would be able to read it. Mm-hmm. Right, it's it's it wasn't a matter of putting it behind the paywall because anyone who read it would be um, automatically would have um, you have an opportunity to improve your work. So now, what should, what modern psychiatrists are reading are still are still you know useless to to the people who haven't put the uh, haven't put the effort on on reaching that space. So the question is why don't we do this with design
0: exactly yes that, essentially you're saying what well, my everybody, point everybody everybody
1: has an opinion about psychology i might say oh you know bill is just uh he's not depressed he's just uh sad today you should yeah. go out and have a run like we still have uh these um these things but if 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 uh if uh five year in the business designer Reads one of these, you know, super exp- uh, gets his hands on the super expensive frameworks that are around there. They can use it mm. if uh, if if a five year old psychologist uh, gets gets access to uh, the most current psychiatric um, psychiatric or uh, psychological um, research there is out there. They're useless. They're gibberish. Like there's no way you can utilize even one percent of the thing, and it might be super valuable. But the yeah. question is, not being confident in in releasing this in in such a way, and not treating it as 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 our imperative to help younger generations to do that. There's no point. No,
0: no. That's that's very. Um, what do you say? It's. Uh... That's uh, I mean, there's many problems there, Canada. Yeah, maybe I, mean, I don't know if there's a lack of confidence in the design industry, or, 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 or because uh, I mean, designers seldomly have the final say in anything. Unfortunately, I mean, even the VP of design in any company, you know, you're gonna have people above him or her that's like, no, that's not at all what we're gonna do, mm-hmm. even though they're paying this person exorbitant amounts of money, and you know, took took him or her maybe decades to get to that position, whilst you know, uh you know. But I, I guess it has to do something with the kind of the subjectivity of it all, in a way. In a way, um, that, that there's just something about some of these other more applied sciences, uh, like physics and math, maybe. Uh, which isn't a science; it's a but, language. But, like but you But
1: psychiatry isn't. It's very subjective. Right. Okay. People fair have enough. Little, uh, mm. uh, emotional reactions to psych- psychiatric mm. findings, but didn't like it slowed down perhaps the process, uh, and it's mm. still not uh, an exact thing. Yeah. Uh, there is this expectation that if you are a certified psychiatrist, you. Yeah. You know what you're doing, basically. Yeah, and, and three times better than than uh, the the same person thirty years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's and I don't know
0: where that comes from. I, to be honest, like there's something to to think about, and uh, maybe that's a future episode in its own. Where 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 does where is all this is this lack of confidence and this kind of you know. Uh, you know passed on hierarchical n- n- not guilt but like uh, yeah uh, an unwillingness to help come from because that 's also something i I've, I've actually when I think about it you will you will rarely find that a little bit industry specific you will rarely find rarely find actually fashion designers portfolios online they just don't share them because this is like my knowledge like, this mm-hmm. is my this is me like my precious like uh, and, you know graphic design a little, a little bit you see more and ux you see everywhere you know just everyone shares their portfolio everywhere they're very upfront of how i made this mm-hmm. so so there's also some very industry specific um differences there in terms of that you're you're guarding it's not so much about sharing it's guarding your because you might steal this precious knowledge away from me Mm -hmm. also i feel like you know we have you know we're sharing mock-ups we're sharing uh, ideas and thoughts and and a lot more which i think uh the design industry is gonna i mean as a very large collective here but the uh, benefit from in the long
1: run so yeah i think I think it was a good chunk of design education right there.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, some really, really interesting points. I think, in a way, we scratched the surface. I mean, a good scratch, but there's a lot more to, to, be, to be scratched there. And we will return to it in a form or another in a, in a future episode because it's, yeah, it's a big topic.
1: I agree. I, I think, I think uh, more solutions are, you know, are going, to, uh, going to be offered as, as we speak uh, about the matter. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, please, uh, if you find this, uh, this debate interesting, share it with uh, people you know. Um, I'm Dimi. Thank you so much.
0: And I'm Billy. Thank you for tuning in today.
1: And see you next time. Bye.